we're in my living room again, but I say again, like we've been here before. We have been here before. We did a podcast that we didn't release. I guess we could call it a trial and error. Um, this time we are here with another episode, but obviously you'll think it's the first episode of Radlet Reacts. Um, I'm joined with Oscar. Hiya. <laughs> uh, Oscar is a Birmingham University student going into his final year studying sociology. sociology. Yep. Knew it. Alex is a Leeds uh, University student. Say yep. hi, Alex. Hello. And Alex is also in his final year of university year. studying law. No. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough psychology. Studying psychology. Okay, brilliant. So I have got two... Um, I guess somewhat intelligent minds with me, right? Yeah. One. One. Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Oscar. And Oscar's still here. And Oscar's still here. Um, And we just thought today we wanted to talk about, I guess, modern technology would be a good way to generalise the topic, right? Um, We wanted to talk about, you know, the differences between different products and why certain people use, say, Apple instead of Samsung. Um... And, you know, just talking about different pro- different companies, like technology companies that are on top of the game at the moment, will they necessarily be there, you know, in 10 years time or, or even in six months time? Um, so to start with, I know all of us are Apple users. Big time. Big time. Um, do you think that, uh, I, guess, I guess this is the good way to start. Do you think the Apple ecosystem is worth the money? that we spend to partake in it. So I think with that question, you've got to say, why do we buy into this ecosystem? Is it, you know, is it the iCloud drive where you can just get things automatically because you know Samsung has the exact same thing and it's free, you've got to pay for the Apple, so still more expensive. You've got the fact that everything syncs perfectly. If you've got a Samsung phone, it won't sync to your iPad, it won't sync to your laptop. So I think for for a lot of buyers, it is the fact that you can take a picture on your phone, it'll be there on your computer to edit, it'll be there on, your iPad, if you need it to be, that's a big part of... No, I completely agree. I would say that's pretty much the only reason that I'm with Apple. The fact that, like, all their products are so interconnected. You know, you're right, I can just take a picture on my phone and it comes up on my laptop. Mm. And, um, I mean, I don't actually know... I mean, I know the Apple Watch connects to everything as well, right? They've got... All, all the iPads obviously connect to everything as well. But what, what else exactly they, do they have? They, they have a long history about not being ahead of the game. So when Apple say they innovate, what they really mean is, look, um, we found a product, we found a gap in the market, or we found a market that's growing, and they said they want to act on it. And you know when you get your Apple product, you're not going to get something which is wildly different from everything else, but you're going to get something with the confidence that it's been looked at in every way. So for example, Samsung's notorious for adding the newest things in their phone, like the foldable phone and everything. And the capability of being 5G in the new Note 10. Yeah, they'll, they'll add it first. And I feel like the majority of the world sits back and waits for Samsung to like meddle with it for a few years because they usually have a lot of problems. Like get it right almost. Yeah, yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. and then Apple come in two years later and smash it. So Bluetooth headphones have been around for ages. They've been around for like 10 years, but then they started going into in-ear headphones and then loads of companies started making those. And they can make them really cheaply. You can get a pair of in-ear wireless headphones off Amazon for 20 quid or less. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But it makes you wonder why is everyone spending 150 pounds on AirPods? And it's because of that ecosystem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know you're also going to get the support behind it. You're going to get a product which has been so fine-tuned that everything else in the market looks less. So you're saying basically the reason why, because I know Apple, so say Samsung or, or, or Windows or whatnot have that innovation, they'll put it out maybe three years before iPhone. Yeah. So you're saying the reason that 
iPhone wait three years is that it hasn't been perfected. So Samsung are basically being like, we've got this new bit of technology, we'll try it out basically on the public. We'll give the public these new phones that have like the worst of the best, basically. Yeah. Apple are waiting to have the best of the best. Yeah, they can it's different out. strategies. I mean, I also, both companies are like madly successful. Yeah, I also believe that what Apple try and do is take what customers want. So things like in the new iOS 13, you have the dark mode, you have um, a lot of new features that I think a part of it is they want to listen to what customers want, but also they want to innovate themselves. They want the, the space to create what they want to create. So mm-hmm. things like Face ID have it, other things, but they want to do it their way. They want to do, they have their own algorithms, their own ways yeah. of doing it. They want to do it their way, but they understand that customers want certain things. They want wireless fast charging. You know, they want USB-C rather than lightning. They want to do these things, but they want these things, they want to do these things in their own time when they're ready. When they're we perfected. Know, we know that Apple would. are big, big, companies that really like try and pray off not the poor pray off the do you know what i mean they they, they, they try and make as much money as possible for example when you when you do have a, a software update you they try and um they try and make the phones There's slower so they work yeah. more so that you can buy a new phone yeah a lot of different things like the batteries the batteries die. so they work extremely well for a yeah, they work methodically, time. you know, so that they know that if you buy a phone, you're going to update it three to five times. And during that three to five upload process, your phone's going to slow down by about 50%. Then when it slows down by 50%, you're going to get pissed off with your iPhone 7. Yep. There you go. Yeah, you're they're already costing X. a grand, exactly. two grand. Plus, you want to get extra RAM, extra storage. It's mm-hmm. more money. Yeah. You want to get accessories. It's more money. And now, and now they've got it in, like, everyone's hands. It only takes one of your friends or you to live anywhere near an Apple store for you to see the new one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you look at your phone and you go, look, it's a big expense. But frankly, it doesn't compete anymore. That's so. interesting because I was having a chat with um, someone at O2 recently. Yeah. Or at a phone company, let's say. Okay. <laughs> and um, I, I was having a chat with them about, because I recently got a new iPhone X, okay. S Max. And I was like, you know, do I wait for the iPhone 11? Like, what, what's my, is it they're going to drop the price? So they've said that rather than dropping the price off the old ones, they Apple will just recall all the existing um, excesses and of the previous year so that everyone will either buy the latest phone or phones from a couple of years back. So, so if they buy phones from a couple of so years back, those immediately they're going to be like, why the fuck did I do this? And then move exactly. on to the new phone. So you basically have the choice of the newest phone with all the newest, you know, all the, all the new things you can do with the phone or you have a phone that will do, still do a job, but it won't be as fast, it won't be as, you, you won't look as popular, let's say, yeah. to have these quarter phones, popularity is a massive thing with Apple as well, I feel that's a why style, people do stay with the ecosystem, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of us to do with the, to do and with, that, the, yeah. there's sort of a sort of prestige in having, wearing AirPods walking around. Yeah, it's, it, we're, we're, we're millennials at the end of the day, so uh, and I think I think part of being a, a millennial is very much like the image, and Apple very much fits within that image, you yeah. know, especially within the last decade. You know, it's just it's more a uh, it's it's an attractive. Apple's become attractive, you know. When someone says, oh, "I've got an Android," you immediately think of an ugly phone, whereas you think. Apple and you think sleek and you think you know yeah uh, and I think they're clever because even if you buy the older phones I bet you if you look at their profit margins they make more of those than of the new ones because the new ones they want to get the new technology in hands they want it's almost like they're them flexing right mm. the newest coolest phone and then like you said when they drop the price of older phones like the, the a couple of years old so now I don't think you can buy an XS from Apple anymore 
But yeah, you, you just said them. they record them. So record yeah. them basically means they're no longer selling. Excess. They're not on store shelves. They go back to Apple. So and then all the new stock is just iPhone 11s. So they let you swap the or the, iPhone the, 8. So I can yes. buy an iPhone 8. Up, so probably like an iPhone 6 to an iPhone 8 or the 11. But I can't get like yeah. an X you have or to go a 10 to, or a, to, a, to a different website that's not as legit as let's say Apple would be. So it would basically be a refurbished phone. You're not going to be exactly. able to get a new. X yeah, they don't. Exactly. They, they aren't. These phones aren't in production anymore. They've halted production. You'll ne- they will never. But make they'll probably no. But they probably will again when they come out with say the twelve, and then they'll recall the X. Yeah, you won't maybe. be able to get the eleven. But you'll be able to get the X. I feel like whatever like they that. do is they go back a couple of generations, look at what was the cheapest phone that they could have made at that time. And they go yeah. the eight around that time was probably one of the cheapest phones they made because it was the iPhone six, iPhone seven, iPhone eight, all basically the same. The only difference is with the iPhone eight, they made a better camera and glass in the back. This is why you have the SE though, because the SE was basically the phone that covers all those sort of phones. Yeah. So it's a bit, a bit cheaper. This is your cheap iPhone option. And this is why they basically brought out the new iPhone 11, um, costing like 700 bucks. Don't know how much it is in pounds yet. Mm. So it's not out. But um, it has the exact same software. It has everything you want in a, in a phone. It's just, you'll have the pros for businessmen, that kind of stuff, or mm-hmm. if you want to look good with it. Or you have the iPhone 11, which is a cheaper everyday phone. And they basically want everyone to have these phones. They want these phones to be in everyone's hands. And so, so they're sort of, you're right, they're compromising sort of like what 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 will cost cheaper, cheapest for us to make, but also like one can make money, is it, is it by making it cost more or by getting it sold on a mass market, a bigger mass yeah. market than And before. they balance that And perfectly. they know, because last year, the XR, which was the... Of the Xs, which is the high, the third, it was their cheapest phone. The cheapest phone last year, and that was their most popular phone by yeah. a mile, yeah, yeah, yeah. long mile. So they're obviously they're making strides, and that that's how they want to make money at, at the moment. They're smart cookies. They know. They, they know, know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They're because mar- Steve Jobs was a marketing expert at the end of the day. The other yeah. guy did all of the uh, technology. I don't even know his name. I should know. Steve Wozniak. See, I should know. I should know that name, but you only really know uh, Steve Jobs' name because he was just a genius at marketing. So, so yeah, Apple, the, the company, know mm. how to market their phones correctly. Now, when mm. to put out the technology? When is the? When is this? You know, new technology and new software actually gonna innovate the world and when are people actually going to start recognizing it because you're right just with the bluetooth headphones as well you said it came out 10 10 10 years before pretty much and now people are like all uh, up in arms about the air the airpods right it's like um it's it's amazing like the steve jobs era is over uh, and now the johnny ive era is over who was like the head of like uh, product design mm. so he's the one that came yeah. up with like the unibody macbook that everyone has like it's like one sheet of metal that it comes mm-hmm, out of mm-hmm. and it's like such an iconic thing and it's like it's a shame like they all move on at the end of the day but um, it's why like when Steve Jobs left for those like couple of years afterwards those like teething periods for Apple when they mm-hmm. had to like grow up as a company themselves and not rely on just him um, for visions and it's just crazy how like now they're looking for another product designer like chief product designer um, and it's interesting to see like how their, their take on Apple will go because all of it's like an interpretation of like the way technology should go in the future and so okay. you've gone from this unibody design, which mm-hmm. at one point was looked at as really modern, and now someone might come in with all the money and the resources and the um, design and research that Apple have, yeah. and will go, actually, this is a, our take on the future. And you'll see different Macs, you'll see different things, and it, it should all be good for like consumers, but it does mean that like you have a couple of years now of like teething periods with things like Macs and iPhones and stuff like that. It's why it's like a lot of people are saying that Apple at the moment is That's how they stay on top, by not putting out 
you know what they're working on at the moment that's how because the 11 was what probably created like three years ago or something oh yeah at least and it's and perfected like probably a year ago but so they, they, they have to tread carefully yeah because with samsung constantly innovating if you are going to stick to your guns which the iphone 11 if you guys have seen it was like probably i think the most safe bet iphone i've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. where it was the same phone that i've got in my hands right now but they had a camera on the back and it really is a very safe bet. And what they've stopped doing, which I think they did years ago, um, is they stopped making people that have the previous generation want the new one. I, I don't think a lot of people that have the phone that Alex and I have no one will. will ever look at that phone and go, really not great. Whilst when you had the four and the yeah. five had the bigger screen yeah. and was yeah. thinner, yeah. They're much not, better camera. So you're, they're not really making that bigger changes, right? No, I the think they know. The way you can see it yeah. is that every kind of couple of years there's a, there's a significant change you had you know so there's a kind of change from a four to a five but they change so you have like changes where like they lose the bezels now it's a full screen like that was a big change and that that that, that changed iphone like that so yeah, now, when they came out with the pluses everybody was like yeah, oh my so God, now when you look at an iphone that has bezels you you notice it because you see phones without it mm-hmm. but in in the next maybe two years until we see a change that's that especially in the in the design that comes away from that maybe they get rid of the the notch at the top yeah. maybe they change something significant about the phone maybe they, again like Samsung turn into a fold I'm not sure what they're going to do but until they do that it's pretty much just very incremental changes on the exact same model or like they, they, they take the template that is let's say the the XXS and they just, just like give it a refresh yeah basically so basically the X has been changed twice they've been sorting yeah. out the bugs making um, face ID work quicker but really, they don't change a whole lot. They are quite safe in the same way. But then Samsung, their their market is we're quicker than Apple. If you want 5G, you want a fold phone, we'll give you that. Whereas Apple are saying we'll give it to you basically. Perfectly. Perfect. But, but, yeah, and it's yeah, amazing yeah. because right now, or for basically since phones came out, bar the first iPhone, um, Samsung have always been ahead of the game. Mm-hmm, but people buy mm-hmm. Apple. Yeah. On paper, they've always been better phones. If you compare the specs for Samsung, yes, no. yes, mm-hmm. they've always been better. I, I mean, a lot of uh, my family uh, have moved. Of oh, some of my family have moved from Apple to uh, Android now because they're saying Apple's finished, Apple's done. So it kind of moves me on to my next point, which I wanted to ask: Will Apple stay on top? Do you think they're going to continue to just? Because um, I saw this uh, really interesting post on LinkedIn, which basically showed like. Uh, it was basically a line graph showing the uh, companies, the, the top 10 companies, you know, and it's basically Microsoft and Apple going like up, back and forth. Well, in terms of tech yeah, and occasionally like Amazon popping in, you know, stuff like that, especially the last couple of years, Amazon popping in, right? And um, I think it ended maybe 2017, this post with basically Apple number three, but they've been in the top 10 for the last seven to 10 years. Yeah. So my question is, are they going to stay on top? And if they are, what can the other companies do to push Apple below to get them on top? Hmm. I, I, I think one of the big things that they need to work on is their, um, if they want to stay like on top, is this one, one more thing. So when they made Siri, when they made uh, the iPhone 4 mm-hmm. and they changed it up completely, when they had that sort of time period where Steve Jobs was still alive, they had that sort of, and they still have it, but it's in their keynotes when they bring out the product. It's called One More Thing. So they'll introduce the phone, they'll show the design, they'll, everyone will go, wow, it's really, really cool. And when everyone is like peak happy with Apple during that hour, they go, 
we have one more thing. And mm. then they showed them something crazy, like Siri, which at the time was like mental. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Or like an HD screen or FaceTime. And they showed everyone, oh, don't forget, we can do FaceTime on this phone. And it was like, you can see your family and friends. And that was all cool. And that sort of thing, like I said, like the safe bet, mm-hmm. if they keep treading that line, I mean, like you said, so for the iPhone X came out, the iPhone 10, very cool. Then it was the 10S, it was still very cool. And now it's the uh, 11 and 11 Pro. And everyone's sort of like, like Alex said, it's, it's becoming a bit stale. Right, so you've seen it. So, I mean, it really depends on how the iPhones do this year, which I don't think they'll do very well compared to previous years. I reckon the 11 will because of the price point. I reckon that's their biggest selling point is that it's a a cheap phone for the latest software. Yeah. Because it's the ugliest looking phone, in my opinion. It's 500 bucks cheaper than the Pro. Put put that into into perspective. That's almost almost half the price. Almost half price. It's crazy. But but that's the thing. It's like you're getting it into more people's hands. But... I they want because once you get the yeah. ecosystem into people's lives, they go. You know what? Why would I get a Chromebook when I can just get the MacBook? Obviously, the price is a big point, but that's really where they do, make, they do still make their money, and that's where they still keep going on top because they have that ecosystem. That's exactly the reason why I got a Mac instead of like some other editing uh, editing computer. Have you recently been in a bike accident? Oh, right, I have. <laughs> Were you injured? I was. <laughs> Do you need construction surgery? <laughs> Lots. <laughs> then come to the NHS Booper, where we can fix your shoulder and... and make it good as new. <laughs> oh, 100. 100, 100. 100. Fix my shoulder. Fix my shoulder. Dot com. <laughs> Text fix my shoulder to 870495. 0800, fix my shoulder. Um, so what I was saying is I chose this Mac laptop because so that I could connect it with my phone with my phone and all my other Apple products easily and quickly and basically get editing done quickly and smoothly. And that's also another reason why I am with the Adobe products for exactly the same reason. The fact that I can use Premiere Pro, After Effects, Photoshop, Illustrator, uh, all of them and connect them all. So if I do something on Premiere Pro, I can just import that file into After Effects and it just works perfectly. It's exactly the same thing with Apple. You know, I can take a picture on my iPhone and automatically open my computer and I open it up with Photoshop, I can just edit it and it can go back on my fu- my phone as well. It's easy and it's simple. And what I, think- I also say is, right, the one resource that we haven't got enough of in life is time. And the one thing that these all companies are trying to like go for is how can we minimize the time people do spending on these products? Not in terms of like, um, only people use them all the time, but how can we make it the easiest, let's say, like on to do from this yeah. to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How quick, how quick. Because yeah. that's what people want at the end of the day. Business, business that's what people value most. We think that's what people want, but as we've said before, Apple will wait three years to put out something that Samsung's But Apple is the out. easiest, most efficient phone to use. You, you, so when you open, it, when you open again, it, you yeah. know exactly where you're going. I so could, you're saying that efficiency is, so you prefer efficiency it's over creativity over, over efficiency. Sorry, it's efficiency over creativity. So you yes. prefer to... To find so you basically like iPhone and Apple algorithms because the phone's easy to use, the internet, the interconnected ecosystem is easy to use, and everything. So you would prefer exactly. Apple's easiness to do everything over Samsung's innovations and the new stuff that they it's come because, out. Because as Oscar said before, we know that those innovations are coming in time, and I can wait. I can wait. I can have a phone that will not let me down. So you don't and will and will take a Snapchat that it doesn't look like it's from the nineteen forties. And I think the market agrees with it as well. If you look at like iPhone sales versus Samsung, Samsung make most of their money on the cheap ones that they make. Yes. So they go to like um, uh, countries like emerging markets, so India, China, 
um, and those sort of places and just spam and so does Huawei that's why like, Huawei is like one of the biggest phone companies because oh, really? they just yeah. absolutely slam these small these um, growing economies yeah, 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 where yeah. everyone needs a smartphone and they'll make them really cheap but in terms of their innovation that's not they're not making money off that yet but what they're doing is like for example the new screens that Apple have in their phone mm-hmm. are made by Samsung okay. so they're, they're innovating Apple will buy them and then tune them to their phones to work better so both companies are, are working, but it's just a different strategy. And just to give a bit, a bit of perspective, I'm sure Oscar can agree with, with me here, is that you'll go into uh, a lecture room. So the two things. One, at uni, you need you pretty much have to have a smartphone. Like, there's, there's things on apps, there's things online. You need to have either a smartphone or a computer. When you see the computers you have in a lecture room, I tell you about 70% are... 80% are all MacBooks clanging away at yeah, laptops. Yeah, it's the same in college and everything. That, yeah, like if, if they want to get like state-of-the-art equipment and state-of-the-art technologies for these universities or colleges, they, they, mar- go over Macs, they market they, them very well they for sh- students yeah. very well. Discounts, yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, like um, buying a phone and like a, a laptop as well is always a risk in terms of like the equipment you need. So like, for example, if you're going into a new job, which a lot of us will do, like you need to have a certain laptop or anything that's compatible with their software. Okay. Like, I know my, my dad's in banking, so he needs certain, he needs to use Windows for certain things because, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that for centuries, that's what they've been using yeah, for them. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you say that, there is something online called Citrix Receiver where you literally use win, you, Windows you, on a Mac. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Like, obviously, we, we had that in uh, California as well. Yeah, literally, you just had the option to to choose whether you wanted Some to things work with Windows or work with yeah. Mac, but it was all, always on a Mac screen. Yeah. Yes. So always on an iMac. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, still, so going back to it, like, you're always taking a risk, but I think that everyone's worked out that iPhone's like the safest bet. So if there's going to be a new app at university that shows you all your timetables and everything, your best bet is they probably put it on the iPhone before Android. Mm. So Android would have to come out with something extremely revolutionary and something that, that I guess the wider demographic needed instead of wanted for yeah. to get a large amount of people to move from. Bear in mind, it took a lot for for even like BlackBerry to stop being the craze and the trend. It took yeah, for the iPhone killed. to come out. The iPhone came out and it changed the well, game. Well, once yeah. iPhone came out, everybody completely forgot about BlackBerry. Yeah. But then BlackBerry yeah. came out with another something, maybe a couple of yeah, years ago. Never recovered properly. Never. Either. Yeah, Rim Research and Motion, which is the company that owns BlackBerry, is mm-hmm. now like a shell of its former self. It used to own like thirty percent of the mobile phone market in and the now world. It doesn't even own one percent. Yeah, it's like zero point zero something. Um, and it's so tiny and it's literally they only sell it like business to business now so like if you go to some companies still in like the states and but the Blackberry was revolutionary yeah because I remember we all used BBM. to have our Blackberries in what year year 8 and year 9 We I used to have that little because uh, the keyboard I love the little keyboard yeah. and I love my Blackberry. but they didn't evolve quick enough they didn't evolve quick enough and it's as soon as iPhone came out with a touch screen everybody was like Pfft. yeah and Steve Jobs yeah. shot on it on stage he yeah. went on stage he went um what were the words he used? He was like, you get a keyboard, you open up an app, it's not made for the app. So like when you're in your banking app and you type in a number, the keypad comes up like a number, like a pin, pin pad sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you can't do that on a Blackberry. You'd have to hold down all and everything. And he yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. he took the piss out of it. And then he went, okay, so you just can have all screen. And everyone went, what? Like you could hear that everyone in the audience. And he's like, um, so what we're going to use is a stylus. And then everything went quiet. And he was like, no, like who wants a stylus? Yeah, you yeah, lose yeah. them and you can't find them. And it doesn't go back in. You get stuff in the drawer where it's mm-hmm, supposed to go in. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, who wants that? And it's, it's that sort of shitting on it that showed how far behind Blackberry's were. So he's basically yeah. telling 
the audience what other people did wrong by saying we're going to do that and then retracting that and saying we're not going to do that we're actually going to do this and it's going to be yeah. so much better yeah it's like innovating but innovating with like such confidence as well because he knew what the what the market wanted before they wanted it it's kind of on a side note and just because it's really reminding me of what my dad's doing at the moment with his company because he's calling all of these so my dad works in medical technology and he makes a revolutionary uh, ostomy bag which basically measures the amount of input and the output that comes out of your body right oscar knows all of this obviously um and basically the way he, that he's trying to work up the marketing department at the moment is trying to call all of these other bags that literally just collect shit and do nothing else dumb bags and market his bag as the smart bag so basically right. saying look at all of this the shit that these other dumb bags can't do and look at all the stuff that i can do so yeah, yeah it's, it's brilliant it's comparing yourself against the competitor yeah. is the best it's the best way, way. yeah 100 percent. and like, like yeah. even the pepsi and the coke adverts where they're like, going at each other that. it's the best way it is 100 yeah. the best way but it it's publicity i mean i guess in this respect no publicity is bad publicity do you know what I mean? Because you've still yeah. got Steve Jobs talking about Blackberry. You've still got my dad talking about other bags. You've still got Coca-Cola talking about Pepsi. No one is, no one is in a, when it's in a negative light. But that's what I mean is all publicity, not good publicity. Because even if it's even if it is saying it doesn't work, it's mm. still saying the name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're still, you're yeah, still recognising it as a brand. But you're saying Do you know what it is? It's this like, is better than... Yeah, it's like it's the brand, it's the competitor. So your dad, the, like putting your dad as the competitor. Right, right. Saying, look... We know you know these bags. We know you've used Coca-Cola for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what's better. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's almost not admitting failure, but it's admitting, look, we either haven't been around as long or um, we're not as popular like in terms of Pepsi. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so this is what you know. We get it. You use your bags. And this is you what like they Coke. do, right? This is why yeah, you yeah. like it. But We know you like it. Yeah, because they're showing, it. like the Pepsi thing, they're showing cola, whatever, whatever brand it is, being filled up with ice. You think, I really want a cola. And then it's saying, now pick which one you want. Everyone wants to use a smart bag. No one wants to use a dumb bag. Exactly. Everyone wants Pepsi at the moment. No one wants Coke. It's clever. It's Yeah, Alex goes for Pepsi. But the reason why Alex goes for Pepsi, Pepsi. is because it's 20, 20p cheaper than Coke. Yeah, it's that no worries, man. <laughs> is that not the reason? Am I wrong? Um, that's a reason. What was the reason today? What was today's reason for the Pepsi? Because they, they didn't sell Coke. Because they didn't sell Coke. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke. I, know I, I prefer Pepsi Max. Why? I there's just a tiny there's a flavour difference you, I'm not a but, fan of sodas but I'll tell you what it is though no a, but a Diet Coke with um, ice is really one of them I love it a drink I'm, of ice I like the cherry coke you ever tried the cherry flavoured coke I have it's nice it's kind of like Dr Pepper and I like yeah, Dr Pepper but like again I'm not a massive fan of sodas yeah moving on a little bit more I wanted to speak oh I can't even read your writing Alex but let's speak about Porsche versus Tesla because we briefly brought this up while we were discussing what we we're going to talk about in this podcast. And basically, we had we said that uh, Porsche coming out, well, not we said, Porsche are coming out with a Tesla-like car, correct? Yeah, the Porsche Taycan. <laughs> no, I was going to get, get the pictures. Yeah, the Porsche Taycan. Oh, okay. um, yeah, yeah. It looks stunning. Um, what, what, what first I'll say about the Taycan, I mean, I'm a big Porsche fan myself anyway, but it does look stunning. Um... There are similarities when they, they did compare and they came out with the car. Well, rather than comparing it to their other engines they already have, they compared it. They, they compared it to, to the Tesla, and there are a lot of similarities. Um, a lot, but the one problem that I have with the Porsche Taycan is, yes, it's it's a big Beautiful. Beautiful. it's a big branded car. Like it's a Porsche, but it's very expensive for in comparison to the Tesla. It? Um, you, it's, it's, it's like 180, whereas the, whereas the Tesla is about 80,000 
base price for the Model S. Maybe even a bit more. Yeah, we're looking at 150,000. Right, so that's about 70 grand extra. Of course, yeah. Um, so there is a big, big price point difference, whereas the Tesla pretty much has has more charging ports. It has yeah, max more. Tesla is 58,000. Um, is that the Model S or Model X? That's the Tesla Model Y, the performance one. Okay, well. Which has, it only has a range of 280 miles. So try, try to look at the Model S. I think that's the highest performing car. Tesla yeah. Model S. And, that's the, that's the, and the interesting thing was is that Tesla said, said to Porsche, do you want to use our charging ports? Got them worldwide, free yeah. to use them. Porsche like, no, going to create our own ones. I mean, you, it makes of, you think, are they going for direct competition or are they saying, we're Porsche, we're going to make the best sports electric it's car? It's an interesting one. I'm not but sure that's no reason why, you why they can't on. work with Tesla, right? Not As sure you why said, not, why are they not using the same charging points as it, Tesla? No, it, you know? because if they were looking to be the best electric sports car and not looking to be just the best family or all-round car that Tesla's looking for, then the way they're trying to do it is separating it from all the chargers, separating it. We're a different thing in the market. We're an electric sports car. We're a premium thing. You have to use the Porsche thing. They have to... And they're trying to like differentiate. If they want it's to, it's a waste like, of money and it's killing the environment. Like, aren't they doing this whole electric thing to try and help the environment? No, no it's still electric. It's just you can't use the bays, the that Tesla are charging ports, yeah. and they're everywhere. Which is stupid. Which is stupid because they they are. You could literally to go the to the middle consumer. of the desert and you'd find a Tesla charging. But that's to the average consumer. If you're using it as a sports car, you're not taking it on long drives through the desert and stuff like that. You're taking it. Eat your sports car. Or maybe right? you are taking it on long drives in the desert because it's a sports car and you're doing really long. Well, you're taking it around the track. You're taking yeah, it around. yeah, 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 but yeah. It looks beautiful, by the way. It, it looks stunning. Look but the thing is, it has got a shorter range than Tesla. It has a very similar 0 to 60 time wait, frame. Sure. So you're saying how long it lasts. So wait, what's it called? The Porsche Mer. Ma- Taycan. Porsche Taycan. Taycan. Um, what? How long? How versus long? Tesla. That's because on paper, we're really not talking about a lot of difference. So it's just twenty twenty. It's been coming out today. Yeah, it was just announced. But it's it's all about like what they're trying to do. I think competition. Like for example, here so you've got for example, so Tesla have a bigger battery size. They've got a longer. Re- so the Model that. S has a three hundred seventy mile range, whereas the Taycan Turbo has two three six two seven nine range. Um, yeah. Got bigger Where power. Tesla, yeah, Tesla, it says estimated here can get up to like 365, whereas yep. Porsche is a maximum of 256. There we go. Zero to 60, right, here we go. So the, the Porsche is three seconds and uh, the Model S is 3.2. So it's not a big enough difference to, to make you want to get the Porsche no. 100%. I, I don't I, think they're shaking up the market. Looking at the Porsche, though, I want that Porsche more than I want a Tesla. And I love Tesla. I think they're both gorgeous cars. They are both gorgeous cars. Really? But because, I, I, I mean, I'm feeding into it as well, though. But because the Porsche looks nicer, because it's more expensive, and because it's a Porsche, I want it. A lot of it is the name. Yeah. Same with the, yeah. all these products we've spoken about today. A lot of it is name over Because I'd prefer to step out of that white, step out of a white Porsche Taycan Turbo S. Yeah, whatever it's called, with my rose gold iPhone and stepping out of my matte grey Tesla with my Android. Both sound sound pretty pretty good. good. I wouldn't mind. (laughs) I wouldn't mind either. Maybe I'll get both. This is an ideal world. But like, I'm actually looking at the pictures, that Porsche is actually a beautiful looking Porsche. Really nice looking car. If Top Gear was still around, I would love... It does look a bit sad if you look at the actual... 
the car itself. It, 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 well, it looks, looks like it has tears. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. I think that's cool, man. That's like rappers nowadays. I do, so. I do like that. I do like that. That is very. Cool. They're not going to shake up the market though, but it is nice to have no. increased competition. It's not a shake up. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's it. it's, it's nice to have something else. It's nice to have and something I feel else. Like Tesla's been dominating. Tesla the have the monopoly on electric cars, so it's nice to have. It's nice to have a, have a, a new competitor. There have been a few. There's like you know, there's even like. There's uh, Volkswagen are doing have, yeah. have electric cars. Minis coming out there, electric, all electric. Yeah, I do. It's definitely a good way to go through the future, but it's nice to see all the different brands and their like different spins on I, it. I like how they're all trying to make it, make an impact. Yeah, and it's whether that they go down the route of Mini and VW, which is here's the cars you love, Golf and the Cooper. Yeah. Here's the electric. Or are they the new ranges? Or yeah, which yeah. is what I think Porsche. They said, look, we could we could come out with a 911 and then make that um, at fully electric but then they thought no what, if we're going to do it New car. we want to completely uh, yeah do it all over do 100%. it all over again yeah definitely and I think that's the best way to do it but what do I not I'm not, I'm not a car manufacturer but they say or You're at not. least they said by like two years ago I think I read this that by 2025 all cars will be electric the UK government like put on a target for London I think it yeah, was yeah yeah Sorry about that. It, it seems almost like completely impossible at this point hmm. but i'd love to think it as a real possibility because yeah. if because honestly like um obviously if you've, if you've heard like uh the podcast that i did with matt uh where we spoke about uh space we basically did a little bit like what is the one thing that you could do to save the environment and the two main things are obviously he's gonna shout about veganism mm. but the second thing is it's cars it's transportation transportation I guess obviously cows as well, but obviously everything humans do is destroying the world. But think about the amount of cars you see on a daily basis, man. Yeah. If all of them are electric, that's got to do something for the earth, right? Of you know, I, it's a lovely thought. The more we can do, the better. The more we can do, the better. Well, look, the less demand there is on petrol, the less demand there is on making engines, mm -hmm. making mm -hmm. these, it uses up so much, like. Um, energy just to make the car exactly right? exactly so, so you're using if the, every time you fill up you just like thinking or every time you drive to work every time you drive back from work it's like two journeys mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. you go out in the evening another two journeys on the weekend you're out all day in the car and it's like constantly refueling you're constantly using more gas you're constantly yeah exactly like um, it's average, coming from somewhere on average like that's a tank a week so that's what 300 miles a week on a separate point if you can have you know, obviously, charging a car compared to buying petrol is a lot cheaper. Mm -hmm. It would it would also make transport not only better for the, for the environment, but also just better for your everyday. For, the noise, for your the finances, pollution. For your, for yeah, exactly. It just makes financial sense. For your pocket, it? really. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's gonna be a lot of benefits when we go fully electric, and I don't think that's the end because, like you said, there's like loads of oh no, there's transport there's always solutions coming. New, yeah, I mean, one of the transport, uh, one of the new transport things that I've heard about recently is an hour travel from New York to Asia. And I don't know how, whether it's going to be like a plane or a train, but the, I feel like, I really don't want to be quoted on this because I feel like this is what I heard, but like underground train or something like this. But when I imagine it, all I'm imagining is like those uh, those tubes from Futurama. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? They, that, you that, how else could you do travel that fast no. if, if you're not literally like sending yeah. your body into hyperspeed? Like, yeah. That would so be absolutely crazy. Musk is building... Uh, tunnels under LA as we speak yes so and I love it because he was on a podcast recently I think he was I think it was Joe Rogan he was talking to but they were just discussing the idea of um, like how are you getting all this money and then just doing stuff and he went yeah well, yeah I, I remember bought, this yeah he was like I just bought a massive 
retail store that no one uses anymore. It was like a sieve. Like a massive hole in it. And he just, yeah, yeah. yeah, he got rid of the roof and he got rid of everything around it and then just had an allotment in the middle of LA Mm -hmm. and then dug. And he said, no one asked anything. He said, because funny enough, that's your land. You can dig. Mm. But like, again, if me and you were to do something something like that, people would ask questions, but it's the fact that Elon Musk is just digging a hole in the middle of LA. Everybody's like, the council went, yeah, the council went, oh, Elon. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, literally. But that's fine, because he can make fucking flamethrowers, right? And he can make uh, Tesla car dance, Tesla Tesla cars dance and stuff like that. He can do whatever he wants because he's a genius and he knows how to do it. Do you know the dancing thing? He like gave, Gave um, his employees like till Christmas was like yeah. six months to make the yeah, car yeah, dance. Yeah. Or something he was like, like well, I'm, he's like, I'm coming back to this factory in six months. I need them dancing. And they did it. Yeah, they did it. Yeah, they did it. Really but yeah, so he started really building cool, these really underground cool. work. His employees, fair, fair dues. Yeah. But another question that Joe Rogan had for Elon Musk and, and he and he didn't answer is how does he fit all of that into every day? Mm. Like he must be some sort of delegating. <laughs> Delegating or a lizard king, one or the other. I like yours. Lizard king. Yeah. Home home automation. So like Alexa, right? That's a cool thing. So like, I guess my first question to start this off is, is Alexa a good thing? Because she scares me when she's in the house. Sometimes she just goes off randomly. I haven't even said anything yeah. and she'll just start talking to me, playing music or saying a news or reading my shopping list out. Yeah. One or the other, you know? So that's what scares me. What intrigues me and excites me is the fact that I could be like, Alexa, turn down the lights. Alexa, put on the washing machine. Alexa, put on the dishwasher. That's what really excites me. Yeah, I think the whole privacy issue is huge. Yes. Um, I was going to say that. Yeah, like... Big issue. It, it, I remember just quickly, like slightly off topic, but when you were mentioning... That everyone has a Mac in university. They also have a little thing over the webcam. Just like here, just so like do this. I. Yeah. I do not just trust. So. I don't know if you guys have received it, but periodically I get an email saying I've been hacked and that Always. they can see me and they know all my passwords. And I know, I know it's it's just spam, but. There is still a massive issue. You always see the media. There's always an issue with privacy, with companies taking it. So you mentioned Huawei, um, Huawei, however you call it, earlier. Huawei, yeah. Huawei, sorry. <laughs> mentioned that earlier. And they've had a massive issue because they were selling a lot of their data they got on those phones to, to companies in China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a massive issue. I, As much as I want to t- technology to take my, over my life more, I'm scared about who I'm letting into my house, who I'm letting into to see what's on my phone. Yeah, because that's what you were doing. You wouldn't let a stranger into your house. But you will let someone from the other side of the world who's analysing your data right now in your home. Exactly. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's amazing. We're living in an age where like one of the most valued things in the world is your data. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, that's crazy. It's Just, exciting. It's also extremely scary because like there's got to be like a mad amount of algorithms to filter through the amount that because it's just been proved that Mark Zuckerberg's stealing all your data and all of that type of shit so if he's doing it then someone else is doing it and the, you know that face app that, that was made in Russia where it makes you really old they said that that app was stealing your, your pictures and all of that stuff as well mm. so what interests me is more the algorithms around uh, filtering through all of the different stuff because millions and millions of people use the webcam on the computer and millions and millions of people use Instagram and Facebook and etc and etc so it's how do these companies whether they're watching me or not how do they filter through to watch me and just or- to ask that point you always have those those times where you, where you'll, you'll, you'll say to a friend you know what I really want to get a North Face jumper I really want to get it right now 
literally yeah, yeah. an hour later you go on your phone they've been advert for an all face jumper and you have the big the shit, shit scare so how the hell but, do you know what I, mean, I don't mind that I, I do I'm mind that because that, I, as a principle worries me it's mm-hmm. like it's useful of course but like that's my point if I'm ever going to see an advert if it's for something I like like in that situation, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm not scared like other people because for me, it's like, look, I'm gonna see an advert. Adverts are always gonna exist. Marketing is like so huge in these big companies. So if they can show me something that I'm interested in, I'd always rather that. I'd always rather an I advert would for North Face Jumper. For it to be targeted 100%. Yeah. But the fact is that even if I'm not typing something into Google and I'm just saying, I'm, I'm speaking it. To my friend, there have been instances where I've said something and then seen it online. I haven't even gone online to research it. I've literally said it. Go oh yeah, so so with like wearables, they're gonna have your mental information mm-hmm. and your physical information. Yes, yes. So they can then target adverts at times when you're happier, and more susceptible. Yes. So they won't show you an advert for a movie in the morning. Right. Because it's the morning and you, you're not really into watching a trailer or anything, you're just opening your eyes. Yeah. But maybe in the afternoon lull, they'll give you something you might want to see. The cinema's over yeah. there. So, and there's a new horror movie you might want to see. So then they'll show it to you there. Or they won't show you those winter jackets when your heart rate's at a certain rate, but when it's increased and it can tell it's cold outside and you're obviously shivering like weather, then you get the jacket yeah, advert. And it's like they get everything about you now. That's what, I mean, that excites me and scares me indefinitely because if they can start like measuring my heart rate and my, my, my temperature and like when it's cold out and when I'm outside and stuff like that, mm-hmm. if they can start almost uh, uh, not get, just giving me adverts but doing something in real life, like explaining it in real life, so say I'm cold and then all of a sudden an umbrella appears. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they don't have that in Birmingham, what they've got recently, it's called the Eye. Um, and what it is, is, it's one of the biggest billboards in the UK yeah um, and it's outside it's in the shape of an eye and it changes all the time yeah but I didn't know this till recently the, the adverts don't change about time or weather or things like that it changes based on who's watching so if there's a load of old people that have yeah. just come out of the station targeted ads will come out for them it has facial recognition in the camera the marketing doesn't change based on the time of year or weather. It will change based on the age or the sex of the participants that are looking at it. Really? So it's got facial recognition, wow. eye cameras that are watching everyone look at it. You know, they're like Jason Bourne, where they have like the security yeah. cameras and they get his face because they can just. So what it is, him. it's it's both incredibly clever but incredibly yeah. worrying. Yeah, you're being watched wherever you go. It's it's. It means the police are getting better at like catching people and everything. I'm, you and can't I'm very much escape. for that, obviously for yeah. anything that we can help with the police. But but when when it's about helping companies sell to me, yeah, that's that's worrying. That's slightly worrying mm. for me. There's the argument of like selling to you. There's also the argument of just you being informed. Yeah. And I think being informed as a consumer is a good thing because obviously if a new product's out and you weren't aware of it, that's true. Like the new Amazon bar, I just told you about the sound bar. You didn't know about no, that, I didn't. and I had to tell you from word of yeah. mouth. But what would have been even better is if you saw an advert, you probably would have scrolled past, not even looked at it, based on statistics or your age and everything, you're going to buy a whole, whole sound system for yeah. your home. But, so you might scroll past it, but the fact that, you know when, some, when you've seen something and then someone says it to you, yes. and then you have like two or three connections in your head, then you remember it, yeah. then it's in there. Because I've said it to you, you've seen it there, of you course. saw it in John Lewis, you know? And it's that sort of thing. You're, if you're more informed, then it must be better. But if it's targeted and it's... You know, like just it's definitely better. It's also scary. 
Like, there, there's no denying that, like, it can go one of two ways. Mm. You know, as in Elon's, Elon Musk said, that we'll always be able to control it. But I think we'll always be able to control it until it can start making its own decisions. Yes. And don't forget, that's coming from a guy who's leading the way in tech exactly. automation. He's, he's number one. He would he's never say, one. I think we're all going to get taken over by the Elon bot. No, so you know, so, Even though that's probably what he's thinking that's and what pro- he's hoping will happen. But that's the problem. The people that know most about it are in the most amount of control mm-hmm. and are the ones profiting off of it. Yeah, exactly. So Mark Zuckerberg's priority isn't privacy. Exactly. Mark Zuckerberg will probably make more money knowing more about us. Exactly, so exactly. It's creepy. And also, let's make a separate point about sort of having things in the home as well. Yeah. The question is, is are we getting into such a like sedentary lifestyle, such a obesogenic kind of environment where rather than getting up to change the blinds, walking around the house, do we need to do? You can sit on your bum all and just day, speak and ask Alexa to do it for you. Yeah. When is there, automation too much? There's a, there's yeah. a fine line between. Uh, like ease and lazy and being yeah. lazy and like, well, like Wally life. for example exactly yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. there's like life improvement uh, versus like life replacement yeah so it's like yeah, uh, are yeah, we yeah. are we improving our actions or are we replacing them entirely to get me wrong I'm one of the laziest people you'll ever find yeah. but equally I'm happy to stand up to, change, to open the blind and that says something well, I, say ha- I say happy I'm not actually that happy yeah. I'm but very was... happy to do it in California or in America in general no one walks anywhere everybody drives everybody you know will take an Uber anywhere that has a lot to do with, with, the, with how spread out the country is okay, yeah. yeah yeah that's, that's more to do with the size of it that's more to do but, but I mean it relates in some respect you know everybody's too lazy to just like take their dog down the street, you know, they'll pay someone else to do it or something like that, you know, it's just, it's the way life is. Absolutely. Well, look, guys, I have to say, I think we picked up on some really important points during this podcast, and I think I'll I'll make this maybe like a part one, because I feel like we've still got a lot more to talk about. Um, But saying that, it's been about 50 minutes. I want to thank you guys so much for joining me for this podcast, because it's actually really interesting, and I've learned a lot from you guys, and I hope you guys have learn at least a little bit or, or, or found it exciting to talk a little bit about this topic but let's definitely do this again for sure um, and thank you guys for joining me for the first episode of Radlet Reacts thanks so much thank Nathan. you awesome guys <laughs>